Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. Yeah, we'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We're going to talk some LSU football, in particular some LSU football recruiting. Conference realignment. What's it doing to the landscape of college football, college sports? Lots of discussion there. And, of course, Trey will have some good insight on the NBA for you this past season, the draft, free agency, the trades, and what's going on forward, including a close look at the New Orleans Pelicans. That's all here on Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm the oldest dude on TikTok. Just search for Talking Sports with TK. Let's hear a message from our host, Anchor, then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman with this episode of Sports Takes right here on Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. About to be joined by Trey Blossman for this episode of Sports Takes. Again, I'm Tommy Price, and please feel free to share this podcast with all of your friends. Trey Blossman, how are you doing this afternoon? Doing great, Tommy. If you can stand the heat, I guess. It's pretty hot out there, but yeah, doing real good. Yeah, getting a little rain shower in Baton Rouge. You're over on the North Shore. We're both in Louisiana. And we want to start off this episode of Sports Takes talking about LSU football, Brian Kelly, the new head. And then, of course, the recruiting that he and his staff have been doing. Trey Blossman, your thoughts? Well, you know, I was not real fond of the hire and expressed my thoughts about that here on the podcast. And I later said that he was starting to win me over. And I still don't like him. Obviously, I'm pulling for him to do very well. But I will have to say the recruiting that is being done is phenomenal. You know, uh, one of my brothers came back from Europe on Sunday night. And I talked to him yesterday. I said, what did you think when you came home and looked on the Internet and saw all those commitments we got in the last couple of weeks? And he said, oh, I was following it from over there. Once we got the first one, I've been watching, looking every day for commitments and uh, he was real pleased too. I'd have to think most Tiger fans are ecstatic by the recruiting class that Coach Kelly and his staff are putting together. Well, here's the thing. The LSU brand is certainly nationwide. They're among the top 10, maybe top five with the brand of athletics. The national championship in football in 2019 certainly did a lot to help that. But when you look across the board with track and field and gymnastics and baseball and, you know, women's basketball pointed in the right direction, they got a great brand. Now, here's the thing about my take on Brian Kelly. I'm like you. When I first heard it, I'm like, what? Then he kind of I kind of he kind of grew on me a little bit, but here's the deal that I talk about here is we're in the early part of July with SEC Media Days a couple of weeks away. Brian Kelly beats to a different drum than most people who are LSU fans might be accustomed to. 
And it'll be okay. I go back to when national uh, sportscaster Dan Patrick asked Marcus Spears uh, shortly after Brian Kelly was hired, was was it a good fit at LSU? And Marcus Spears said, if he wins, it's a good fit. Yeah, so I right. think, yeah, I, so I, I keep carrying that along that even though Brian Kelly's a lot different than that Orgeron, I mean, they're like on the opposite ends of the spectrum. And of most coaches that have come through Baton Rouge, but he won at Central Michigan, he won at Cincinnati, he won at Notre Dame, and he believes he can come to LSU and win a national championship. Something I'm not so sure he thought he could do at Notre Dame. Now he's put a good staff together, and they have recruited nationwide. I mean, very few of the recruits are from Louisiana. That's a topic for a whole nother day. Although they did get a verbal commitment from a defensive back at Rummel High School down in New Orleans the other day. But Brian Kelly is going to recruit. He's going to do what he thinks he has to do to put a championship football team on the field. He knows what it's going to take. He watched the SEC beat him pretty bad over the years at Notre Dame. And I think he and his staff, I think you have to applaud the job they've done to date. And then you're going to see how it, you know, fits over the course of this season and the 2023 season, which I think will be a better measuring stick on Brian Kelly and his staff for that whole first year thing uh, with him coming in. I expect him to be good this year. I think they're going to win eight games, maybe nine, maybe spring an upset, maybe slip once. But uh, I think it's it's in good hands, and time will tell if that's a, a good thought. Well, Tommy, we got another commitment from a Louisiana player yesterday afternoon, Xavier Atkins from Jonesboro Hodge. He uh, he declared live on the internet with Mike Scarborough on Tiger Bait yesterday afternoon. Uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's another one from Louisiana. But, yeah, all but two or three of these kids are from out of state. And I think that's good. If he can bring in who he wants from out of state, Cherry picking the best of Louisiana should become much easier, Tommy. And you mentioned the brand. Look, and again, not a fan of the coach yet, pulling for him, hoping we win lots of championships. But I think he's done something that's pretty phenomenal as evidenced by this recruiting success, Tommy. He has repaired the brand before hitting the field with a team. That's correct. Now, the, the high, Jonesboro Hodge kids a 2024 commitment, but it's still adding to the talent pool, adding to the depth of LSU football. And yeah, that's again, right. That's my bad. I didn't. No, no, no. That's fine. And I just want to make sure people understand. I mean, it's great that he's committed and you and you bringing it up. And Mike Scarborough, good friend of ours, reported it at TigerBait.com. That is a 2024 recruit commitment. Now, one thing, Trey, that I think happens that certainly didn't happen decades ago these kids talk to each other so much more because of social media, because of summer camps and because of recruiting trips, these kids become friends where you go back a couple of decades and you met the other guys in your recruiting class. When you had that first meeting in the football building, when you all reported in August, cause you, you might've read a press clipping or, or two, or you had a friend that told you something. Now these kids are friends before they get here. And I think that also has an effect on recruiting when you never know who's connected. This kid in Ohio has a friend. It's his cousin in Minnesota. And he's saying, Hey, look, we need, we need you down there at Baton Rouge. Come join me. That wouldn't have happened 20, 30 years ago uh, the way it does now. So I think that's a key. But back to it, I think Brian Kelly and his staff, they realized they basically had to rebuild this roster. They got rid of some bad apples that they viewed in the locker room. 
and they fix some of the ones that are there. And uh, you can't have too many players. You can't have too much talent. So I think the very early call on recruiting by Brian Kelly is a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, the class is still a work in progress. Technically, he should get an incomplete, but I'm going to give him an interim grade at the nine-week mark of the school year as an A. There you go. And time will tell, and certainly that could uh, adjust in either direction. This is uh, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. The major story going on in the NCAA, if you will, slash college football, conference realignment. We all heard a year or so ago that Texas and Oklahoma would come to the SEC. Then they put the playoff on hold because there was lots of rumblings going on. Now Southern Cal and UCLA headed to the Big Ten. Super conferences could be in the near future. Conferences with 22, 24 teams in them. Uh, Pac-12 could end up going away as the Big 12 is trying to take some of their teams uh, from their conference and put them in the Big 12. The ACC, who knows what's going to happen with that. Talk about Florida State, Miami, Clemson coming to the SEC. Trey, your thoughts on all this conference? I hate it. I absolutely hate it. The thought of 24 teams in one conference is nauseating to me. You couldn't even play every team in your conference in basketball if that was the case, you know, and they're looking at, I looked at the LSU basketball schedule and we have home and home with three teams from the West and we have home and home with two or three teams from the East. We should do home and home with every team from the West. It's stupid. The the people that are doing this and I understand it's all about money and you want to become a super conference, but they're destroying rivalries and they're trying to force new rivalries. And I don't like, it. I don't like it at all. The big 10 has what? 14 teams. The big 12 has 18 getting ready to lose two of them. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, it's time to correct the names of some of these conferences. What now, you know, the, the big 12 could continue moving forward with, what, two teams that were in the original Southwest Conference, which is what the Big 12 came from? Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, it's, it, I don't like it. I, I, I think 14 well, teams in a conference is too many. Anything more than that, you know, 16 is at least an even number for a tournament or something. But anything beyond that is just insanity in my mind. Well, and here's the thing. All major changes have unintended consequences. One that's been talked about with this conference realignment is eventually fans away. Now, they might tell you they care about the fans. They don't. They care about the money, 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 money. That's what they care about. But will fans finally say, you know, I'm just – if I ain't got nothing else to do, I'll watch the game. If not, I'm going to spend time with family, with friends. I'm going to go fishing. I'm going to go play golf. I'm going to go hunting, wherever it might be. I I think that should be – a red flag that they could be pushing fans away, not overnight. And you're always going to have some fans. I get that. But those fans that watch the East coast games and the Midwest games, and like you've done many a time, you stay up for the West coast game that kicks off nine 30 Louisiana time. I think that's going to dwindle over time. You're, you're probably right. Uh, and look, I've been watching late games forever. I used to race home from Tiger Stadium to catch the Hawaii games that started at 11 o'clock. Uh, and speaking of racing home from Tiger Stadium, traffic got so bad it became harder and harder to do that. 
my family, my immediate family, my mom, mom and dad, and my brothers and I, at one time, say, say 20, 2000, when did the new suites and everything open up? 2003, 2004? Yeah, right up in that area. Well, when the new suites started, we had between suite tickets, Tiger Terrace tickets, and old West Side Lower Bowl you know, the old season tickets my dad has had since the 50, 58 season. We had 40 tickets, 40 tickets. I think we're down to about six this year. Well, and and this is a look, my, my dad didn't miss an LSU game except for when he was in the Air Force for over 55 years. Wow. And obviously well, yeah. he's, too, he's too old to go now. My brothers have lost interest. We won a national championship two years ago, and my family gave up tickets. Right. Well, and, and, and I, and I, I think, think there's a lot of other people out there like us, Tommy. There's a whole lot, and each school faces that too. This is you're not unique to LSU. I, I'm sure other schools are facing the same situation. You're listening to Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, Tommy Chrysan. Please share this podcast with all your friends. It's available on all the major po- platforms. That podcasts are available. Trey, as we wrap up, I know you got some closing thoughts on the recently completed NBA season with the Warriors as champions, the draft, and a full speed ahead free agency trade deadline offseason for the NBA. Well, Tommy, you know, I'm going to gloat a little bit here. I remember I told you back in, I think it was January, that nobody was going to beat the Warriors. And um, that certainly turned out to be true. Uh, you know, a lot of conversation you talk about free agents and trades. Kevin Durant asking out in New Jersey and some rumblings that the Warriors might make a move for him, uh, which I think would be a huge mistake, Tommy. I think the Warriors are poised not only to continue to compete for championships right now, but with the core young players they have in Jordan Poole and Kaminga and Moses Moody and Wiseman, who hasn't yet played, being his third year this year, uh, that's a good young core moving forward for when these older guys start retiring. Uh, I think they should stick with their pat hand. I hope they do. Uh, one of the very pleasant surprises to come out of the playoffs was to p- play the Pelicans. And, Man, with all the youth they have, and I can't wait to see them in summer league starting, I think, Tuesday. Or maybe it might even be as soon as tomorrow. No, it's tomorrow. The league runs Thursday through Tuesday. I think they get to play three or four games, almost a game a day. Uh, They're going to field a good young team. And Herb Jones isn't even playing. He's going to be a second-year player. They're not even sending him to summer league. I mean, he, he entrenched himself as a starter. When this team gets Zion back and by all accounts, he looks better than he's ever looked, a more chiseled body than he's ever had. He already has scored more points per minute than anybody the last year that he played. Uh, I, I think the prospects for the Pelicans becoming not just a playoff contender, but a top three or four seed in the West is very realistic for this coming season. And Zion put his signature where his mouth was. Shortly after the season ended, he said he wanted to stay in New Orleans. He has signed a five-year max deal staying in New Orleans, unlike the likes of Chris Paul or Anthony Davis. So I think if you're a Pelican fan, and we'll certainly talk more NBA going forward, you have plenty of reasons to be very optimistic about this Pelicans team with Coach Willie Green and the players they put together. 
I'm not saying they're going to win the world title, but I'm saying they're going to make more noise than they've made in a long time. And, of course, the NBA is the NBA. Yeah, well, you know, uh, the I think the postseason was good for the league. Uh, viewership tends to be down a little bit. Uh, there's no Michael Jordan in the league. LeBron James turns everybody off. You know, there's 20% of the fans that love him. The other 80% aren't indifferent towards him. They don't like him. I don't like him. Uh, you know, he, he's theoretically the biggest draw in the league, and he's poison. Speaking of poison, it's Kyrie Irving poisoning the nets that has Kevin Durant looking to move on. Uh, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's kind of crazy. And, you know, he opted in with the nets. And I think he opted in because I don't think he thought anybody else would take him. You know, the nets aren't going to be able to trade him for anything. It, it, it's proven he's toxic in the locker room. Absolutely. All right, uh, Trey Blossman, next week we'll have another edition of Sports Takes, uh, not that far away from SEC Media Days and college football and all kinds of good stuff. Trey, you have a very good afternoon. Thank you, Tommy. Good to be back in the saddle, man. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.